0: Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Guidance with Grace. I'm Grace. This is Jason. And this week we are talking about intermittent fasting. This topic has gotten a lot of attention recently, especially with the new year and all the things that people are starting to try out to help them reach their health and wellness goals and we thought it would be interesting to kind of dive into this a little bit Um, and also important to helping you pick whether or not you might want to do this Um, so one of the things we wanted to start out with is kind of the different types of fasting and some things to think about is um, what might be right for you to start out with doing one of the more common ones is Fasting for like that 16 hour time frame and then during the eight hours left in the day is when you're eating Uh, Other people fast um, For different time frames, but that's kind of the more common one There are things like 24 hour fasts and really fasting is just the time frame of not eating food You can eat you drink water things like that that don't really have a caloric value but overall um, you want to make sure that you're sticking to really just water. And then oftentimes people do this and count this as part of their time where they're sleeping. I know I personally count that as, you know, it's easier to sleep through hunger. (laughs) Um, what is the other common ones is like people do that for a time frame of like five days a week. And then during the weekends they don't fast at all. Um, other than like while they're sleeping, which won't be that full 16 hours.
1: There are there's a ton of different methods of fasting. Uh, you you typically have your major breakdown of intermittent fasting and full on. You like are the twenty four right? hours. Yeah, 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 that's kind of the typical breakdown. Like if you're doing it for for a full twenty four hours, you fall into fasting. Where if it's something that you're doing for twelve to sixteen hours a day, it, it kind of falls into that intermittent. Mm -hmm. intermittent category and and it's not, you know, people will do intermittent five days a week and then just like you said, now on the weekends or some people will do a 24 hour fast one day a week. Right. Uh, There's even, um, there's even a diet called, uh, the fasting mimicking diet that is, it's more of a calorie restriction, but it's massive calorie restriction, somewhere between five like 500 and 1,000 calories a day, mm-hmm. but it's for five days straight. Ooh. And then you do it once a month. It's, um, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch crazy. of research on it. It's, it's about yeah. a guy named Dr. Like Walter Longo or something like that. It's, it's a whole thing. I don't want to go too deep into yeah. that, but it's, it's um, very, very specific. So you're not fasting, but you're mm-hmm. mimicking the fast for five days straight and you're you know after day two and three your body really starts getting into this mode where it it understands that it's it's starving right and it, and it starts kind of releasing all the, the the hormones and stuff to for you know self-preservation right and which is where a lot of the benefits of fasting come from is, is what your body starts kind of realizing like, oh, hey, I haven't eaten, maybe I should start taking care of myself right because I might not eat for another couple of days.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's like a common thing that we hear about when you're talking about fasting or even intermittent fasting is you're reaching that starvation mode within yes. your body and your body's like, okay, we need to start doing something to survive. And usually that means, you know, working on your stores that you have, your fat stores and uh, different things in your muscles that you can kind of go to, but... Or just within your body more so. Um,
1: yeah, I mean that's what the body really does. Like that's what the whole ketogenic diet is about. The body exactly. starts creating its own fuels. That and the body is a, such an amazing machine. You I know, where if you don't feed it, preach. it'll start. Yeah, it'll start making <laughs> its own stuff. Yeah, Ketone, right, exactly. Bodies. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I don't want to go too far down into the rabbit hole of all the chemical processes that are going on, because yeah. I'm not a microbiologist, it's not <laughs> truly my my field, but there is some very interesting things happening in the body, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of these benefits are, are coming from. Well, out.
0: and one of the things you talked about, and we kind of touched on this on, I think it was the Shake the Sugar episode, um, and really how type 2 diabetes has just become a, a horrible academic, ep- epidemic in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were kind of finding some stuff, some research about how it affects insulin resistance and yes. stuff like that. What were you looking yes.
1: at? Um, so yeah, you yeah. Know, obviously like diabetes is, is crazy. Um, I don't have all the stats on hand, but it, it's an epidemic and it's out of control even, even amongst, um, adolescent populations. Mm-hmm. And w- what, what the research is showing is that by not eating so much by by really paying attention to the amount of carbohydrate specifically that you're taking in and then going for long periods of time without ingesting carbohydrate that your body can is actually kind of bouncing back from that insulin resistance it's it's learning how to do it right again which Mm -hmm. is really what we need um you know, it's giving it time to two. kind of reset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, type two diabetes isn't a death sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's something that you can be diagnosed with type two diabetes and you can fix it.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you
1: can get away from it. Um, you, you can retrain your body. Mhm. And intermittent fasting is one of those methods that that helps with that.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I think it's important to kind of figure out what your goals are surrounding fasting or, or in general. And we've talked about goal setting tons of time, got ton, tons of times. And it's really important to figure out where you're starting. Mm-hmm. And if mainly if like a lot of people fast, just to try to lose weight. Yeah. I think that's probably yep. the more common one. Um, I personally fast because it makes me feel better. Yes. It's less work on my body. Cause if you think about food, we have to do something with it. We're asking our body to then, break it down process it in all different kinds of ways and when you give your body a break from that you end up i mean initially when you first start a fast it's really tough yes feel like crap probably have a headache so you might be a little irritable practice. right but then once you start getting into it, i was just telling jason before we started this morning that um the beginning of the week's really rough for me because i wasn't fully into my fast in the sense that I hadn't done it for very many days. Um, And now that I'm further into it, I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel a little bit more energized and um, definitely can focus a lot more because you don't have that fog from, you know, eating too much food or or anything like that. Yeah. And that's
1: not just kind of anecdotal, this is how I feel. You know, they're actually doing a lot of research on fasting and the effects on mental function and the brain in general. Mm -hmm. Fasting actually got one of its biggest breaks in the uh, (laughs) 70s-ish for seizures.
0: Um, Yeah,
1: seizures was some of the first big research on fasting and um, reduction in severity and... You know, I'm not going to speak out of turn. I, I don't know all the things that were researched, but, you mm-hmm. know, that's kind of what it got its big break. And then another big break fasting got very recently is in kind of the, the health products. Um, I'm not going to name specific companies, but companies that are marketing kind of these fasting tools to
0: that mm, baby mm-hmm. boomer
1: population who, who is on pre-diabetic Or has type 2 diabetes you know I think you're gonna see a pretty big increase in marketing for that as time goes on like these higher fat diets Mm -hmm. uh, fasting diets to try to get the millions and millions of people who have been just sprinkling sugar on themselves all day long and their Mm. their body and their insulin is just they're tired of it Mm -hmm. you know And, and companies have started to see that. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons that it's become such a hot topic lately.
0: Mm-hmm. More and more people are starting it and they're mm-hmm. seeing the benefits. There's more research on it as well. Absolutely. And as time goes on, I think it's important to compare old research to new research yeah. and see mm-hmm. uh, what's out there and how it's different as well. Like how the actual research was, Um, done differently what the different factors were
1: technology involved and be able Mm -hmm. to look inside the human body is leaps and bounds Mm -hmm. from the 70s yeah um and man you want to talk about anecdotal evidence let's talk about 10,000 years ago 2,000 years ago one 500 years ago how do we right yeah we eat We didn't
0: eat five meals a day, seven meals a day. It's like one meal. Yeah, (laughs)
1: right.
0: It's enough to survive. Yes. Because food isn't, I mean, you were talking about like breakfast and, you know, it, I think sometimes can be overrated. um, And three meals a day can also be overrated because truly we don't need that much to survive because you were, we, we both, Are advocates for how amazing the human body is and how much it can overcome I mean look at obesity people are walking around at five six hundred pounds still alive so on the opposite end of that with not eating so much and being at a healthy weight our bodies can overcome a lot and create a healthier state if we let it
1: absolutely absolutely anything involving weight loss and your health, it's not easy. <clears throat> it takes work. Yeah. Fasting, it's easy. But it also takes work as far as mental discipline. It's tough. The first yeah. time you start fasting, you, you know, a lot of us in, in first world life with first world problems mm-hmm. will realize you haven't really been hungry in a long time. For, for a lot of us right you know like it's if, if if you're trying to lose weight you know you're you're just trying to kind of get a better handle on your diet fasting is a good way to do it 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 will build some mental discipline oh because my going goodness 16 yes. hours without food is tough right. i always recommend 12 hours start with the 12 and 12 and that's a great
0: place to start i think i started there at one point when i wasn't familiar with it at all just to see if i could do it yeah um
1: really you're just kind of you're cutting out your late night snacking
0: that's right that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing you know. have
1: a good dinner you know most of us eat somewhere between probably six and eight unless Mm -hmm. you're
0: if you're like me and you wake up at four (laughs) (laughs) i end my eating by six I have yeah. to, and you know, if so I want to accomplish a fast.
1: So you're, you're you know, you're cutting out late night mm-hmm. snacking, and yeah. then you're giving it a little bit of time in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you're
1: not like waking up, rubbing out the sleep out of your eyes, and going down, and just immediately eating everything. Inside, Eggs and toast. You know? yeah, <laughs> right.
0: You know, yeah, it takes
1: a little time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's that's the training grounds for the bigger fasts, mm-hmm. um, and what most. Of the research is showing is kind of the minimum effective dose. Like twelve hours of fasting should be your goal minimum. Um, but at the same time, that's that's when the benefits are happening. So
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: it's it's good training. It's you're getting what you need out of it. Um, and and I personally don't know how much more the benefits increase between that twelve to sixteen hours. It's something that I, I feel as 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 this grows, right. and the research comes out, they're gonna be able to to kind of look at the varying levels of fasting and where the benefits happen. Right. It's a I know, very
0: deep physiological level in absolutely. the body. And well, and the thing is is what's tough is Everybody's body does something differently. So for research will sure. prove something, but that's for that person or those those group of mm-hmm. individuals, right? So it's kind of tough and that's mm-hmm. why there's these things that you have to weigh and it's important to look at multiple various mm-hmm. or multiple research study over a nice amount of years to really try to get an understanding that you Understand what you know. Yeah it's sure. important for you to make those decisions and even talk with your physician that you see regularly. Um, hopefully, you guys, as you're making these decisions, you are including them whenever you do see them, just to let them know, you know, what what's going on, because they're there to help you, but they're also, they need to be informed as well. Um, it's good to have a good relationship with your doctor. Absolute, just absolutely. Just to have it all on record. I cannot stress that enough. I actually track my food and things like that. And if something's going wrong, I bring in my food tracking to my doctor, you know, like if something Mm -hmm. in my stomach is bothering me or whatever, um, then that's just like, that's more that they can work with. Um, the more that you give them, I think the better your healthcare will be.
1: Yes, I agree. And yeah, here's our disclaimer. If you're going to do any more fasting other than skip a meal and some snacks, which takes you out of that 12 to 16 hour range you probably want to go see your doctor
0: right right because we can't speak on anybody's (laughs) certain situations we're definitely not doctors here but we're giving you things to to think of (laughs) (laughs) right we definitely don't need anybody keeling over because they started fasting and didn't talk to their doctor so um you know it's all things to consider guys and that's Pretty much, pretty much what we're here for is to talk about things that are common in everyday um, encounters with what you see online, what you see on TV, what you hear your co-workers and friends talking about. We're here to kind of just talk on that. So if you do have any questions, anything more about fasting, intermittent fasting, all that good stuff, we'd be more than happy to do a part two. We always say that, um, but it's, it's true. There's... Fifteen minutes it can't yeah. cover it all.
1: We barely scratched the surface on intermittent fasting. There's there's right. so much. I, I know we're we're getting close to our time already, and I didn't even talk about inflammation or gut health or right. or, or all the other benefits that they're looking for um, in through fasting and the different methods. And so, you know, part maybe we'll two. do a part two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: down for it. Yeah, it's definitely something that could be super beneficial. Um, to just kind of keep diving into but we'll leave it at that for now thank you so much for listening every week we love our regular listeners uh, every Friday we post a new link if you follow us on social media it's definitely there on Facebook we're CSCC College of Recreation and Wellness and on Instagram and Twitter it's our handle is CSCC underscore CRW thanks again I'm Grace
1: and this is Jason
0: And we're out. We'll see you next week.